Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Fleece to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing good, Colin. I think it's been a while since we've had this time to get together and talk about SmackDown. Yeah, it's been a while, you know, as we talk about the wrestling world. Uh, never stops, never sleeps. There's always something going on. Rampage is on different times, or it's live, or there's something, or there's GCW. There's always something. So uh, we try our best to be here as we can. Uh, but the schedule can be a little tricky, but it all shook, shook out tonight. It worked out. So here we are talking about SmackDown and a bunch of other stuff. It's a very uh, eventful time. Some good ways, some not so good ways here in the wrestling world. Uh, even as it destroys SmackDown lots of, or and or WWE, there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, before we dive into all of that, just want to remind you all, this show, like everything we do here, is available on all of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, L Podcasts, all the good stuff. If you know where to find us, please do leave a like and subscribe. So, Robert, we have Friday Night SmackDown tonight. Uh, it was very, it was, it was an eventful show. You know, I, I think it kicked off the road to Money in the Bank, and it uh, had, you know, more more confirmation for stuff we can look forward to seeing moving forward. And I guess chief among that would be the fact we are going to get a, a, uh, a Universal Championship match next week. Roman Reigns will be on the show, uh, supposedly. They, they advertised him to be on the show next week, and I'm holding out hope for that, but I basically I'm, I'm a little skeptical. And... Uh, I don't know. So we had a match. That's, that's insane to me that we're, we're what, like a couple months out from Roman winning the Bells and we're already skeptical about him appearing on television. I, yeah. I have a little more faith in Roman. I think Roman can show up more for the team, especially with Cody being out hurt. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I worry about it because like he hasn't, because he hasn't been around and I don't know. It's funny. I was ready to like go off on this whole rant about it, and then they had this this night where it's okay. We got this match, and and he will be back uh, next week. And they had this match with the same as Zayn, and part of me was like, are they gonna do some kind of screwy finish and, and have Riddle get barred from SmackDown? Not that that would make it that wouldn't have been the that. worst. That wouldn't have been the worst thing that could happen to him because Reigns has to appear on Raw. So yeah. But he's been absent from both. Like I I might as well just say it. Like the guy, I think he's been absent since. May twentieth or so, if I believe something like that. It's been like a couple weeks. Like we had the little. He hasn't you know, shown up since Backlash. I don't think. I feel like he made one like non wrestling appearance. I thought. I thought he was on like. The, oh, he helped uh, the Usos. That's right. That's right. The, the title education. So, but but than that, being he's been gone and he hasn't even wrestled at let alone live events. So his last live event I'm looking now was uh, May twenty second. Uh, yeah, I think it was that Friday or so was the the unification match. So. Uh, I'm, I, I miss the guy. I, I, I hope he comes back, and I hope like they're actually going to deliver on this advertised main event because uh, that'd be a, that'd be a pretty good one. Riddle versus Roman Reigns for next week. I think that'd be uh, it's be, it'd be fresh. It'd be good. Um, I uh, the new report notes that uh, Reigns is not advertised for Money in the Bank. This is a match I think a lot of people were expecting to see at Money in the Bank, and they're going to do it uh, on TV next week. Is reportedly Reigns is no longer advertised for Money in the Bank. Uh, Partially, possibly due to the, the change in venue, and it's not as as big of a show. That's literally so, now. That's so bad. Score one for the team, Roman. Like, just show up at the pay per view. That's not like a crazy ask. I mean, I wonder how much this is on him. You know, if he has a new deal and they he has limited dates and they have to kind of pick and choose. Um, if you really, you know, I've never been down with that because, like, if you really care from either end roman could just show up and go yeah i'll work money in the bank 
pay me for money in the bank and then we'll work it out. But also from the company standpoint, pay the guy because you need stars. So if you've got to pay him for five extra shows or whatever, just do it. You know, you're not making record profits or anything like you just, no, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it's funny because, like, it's not, not to say that I didn't sign up for this, but, like, the guy won won the two titles, or else, well, reunified the titles of WrestleMania, and he hasn't been seen since. So, like, you put your two titles on one guy, and he's not around, and that hurts the whole show. Like, the, like well, the, it drags everything down. He he got he beat Brock Lesnar, and he got his schedule. So he yeah. didn't just take his title. He took his schedule. And that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm as frustrated now as I was, like, back in – 2019 when you know brock was never around and like you could just feel the general uh you know lack, lack of depth and and it's the, the apathy towards everything and i really think that if you were going to do this you could have maybe not unified the belts maybe just keep everything separated i know i know i'm the guy who came on here every week and said Please, God, unify the belts. But then they went and said, hey, not only are we going to unify the belts, we're also just going to take out Roman completely. Right. Like, if I had known that that was the plan, I would have said, don't unify the belts. Right. And if that was the plan, I feel like, I mean, like obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. I feel like they, they were any number of ways they could have done it better, uh, you know, whatever that may have been. I would have rather they, they did the thing where they had someone else just take one of the titles off of Reigns anyway, because they see you still have one title, one world title. Uh, to do something with instead we've got nothing nothing and now we have this with riddle next week i should say the match of uh same same was very very good you know riddle's great same same great in the ring uh, always very very underrated big fan of uh of, of what they did together that was a very good match um and yeah you probably you, you seem hopeful that, that rains will actually show up next week but, so we can expect to have a, a pretty uh, i'm not, pretty I'm not hopeful event. that like i'd rather him show up at the pay-per-view i i don't care if SmackDown gets a title match. I'd rather it be at the pay-per-view. But I think WWE looks at SmackDown as better than a pay-per-view. So I think there's maybe a good chance he does show up. I mean, yeah, the whole the whole structure and format is pretty off now. We, we've talked about this before, but like nowadays it's all it's more so about TV ratings and they do they do the bigger matches uh for for like the stadium shows but again the report being that that roman would not be at money the bank uh they seemingly have decided to do that at smackdown next week and hoping to you know pop a number because then uh, ironically the strategy has worked out because then more people might tune in next week because we haven't seen rain in several weeks so in a very like I think all the ratings need a boost, just generally speaking. But I guess it's been it's average for yeah. what they have been. But at the end of the day, I definitely agree with Eddie here. Roman is the biggest draw at WWE. He has been missed. Uh and and the show does feel lesser without him. Both both SmackDown and I mean Hell in a Cell was a good show, but not having Roman on it, you know, was was a detriment in some ways. At least in general. It's not like that he had a storyline who wasn't on it, he wasn't doing anything. Um so anytime you can get him back for whatever it is, this one title match, whatever it might be, is beneficial. Um, but there's always been, there's there's just a lot of uncertainty. Now they're doing this match with Riddle, uh, more reports, and even on, on commentary, if they, they continue to say commentary, oh, we don't know if Randy Orton's ever going to wrestle again. And now, like, 
There are reports that like they don't even know what the plan of Randy Orton is at this point. That they want, they might want to do with SummerSlam, but they don't know. Plans change as they always do. Um, that'd be a great match. That's from, such SummerSlam. a cop out of like, I'm gonna cover my ass by saying plans change because honestly, Randy's been saying I'm gonna wrestle until I die. Practically, he. Just did a video like a month ago, was it? Saying, oh, Roman's going to be off in Hollywood. I'll still be here. So yeah. He's not done. It's just, when do we want him to turn on Riddle now that we desperately need baby faces because Cody Rhodes is out for, quote unquote, nine months? I yeah. think he does it in three. I think he's, quite frankly, I think Cody Rhodes is climbing the ladder and Taking the no, taking the briefcase no, down. no, 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 no. They, like he said that on Raw. I, I like, watched him wrestle with one arm, Colin. But that's okay. Yes, he did. It was very concerning and very brave, but, but very concerning. And I, I, I don't know where his mind's at. I feel like he did that partially because he was advertised. People probably wanted to show at least to a degree to see him, or you know, something to that effect, or and or watch the show. Now. Uh, not having that kind of obligation, he is kind of in the, in the driver's seat of like when he can return. So I would imagine, or if I always say, if I were in his shoes, I, I would want to wait till I, I was absolutely 100% recovered and not rush back. Because like, he's in a position where he could very well be like the, if not face of WWE, like a, a legit top guy for several years. So why jeopardize any of that by coming back before he's ready? So that would be. Yeah, you know, I, I think nine months is aggressive. I think they did that uh, just to kind of. I think I think they did nine months. Okay, being honest, I think they did nine months so he could do it in six. Yeah, and be at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I up. think right now the way I see it, honestly, I still think just because the words came out of his mouth that it's possible he shows up just to climb a ladder. But I think Rollins wins the briefcase. Rollins wins the belt. Cody. Beats Rollins. Yeah, I think that's a Monday story. And the way I think John and I were talking about it on, on the Raw show, but like, yeah, you know, that'd be their fourth match, but there would be a, a pretty healthy layoff from match three to match four in that case. Yeah, so it's that, like when Edge and Randy had yeah. two matches together and then they had a match a year later. It still yeah, works. They've still that few. They're still that, yeah, they're still great in the ring together. So it works out. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the Riddles, uh, Riddles being in the spot, you know, kind of does reflect. A somewhat lack of baby faces. Roman's absence lately uh, has been kind of exemplified by the sweat injury to Cody. And we can hope that Reigns will be around maybe a little more, at least for the summer, maybe more than more than they were originally planning. I don't know. I hope so, because otherwise they're uh, they're in a little, little bit of trouble just in general in terms of star power here. But speaking of star power, we had a pretty fun opening match, a, a Money the Bank qualifying match uh, between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Two guys always very good together. We've seen this match a lot. It's always very, very good. Uh, and we, we did not get a winner. We did not get a winner, and we did not get a resolution on this show. I read up the article for this match. I was like, it ends in a double DQ. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to update you it. Do you know what that means? Both guys qualified? or Both guys are going in, and they're just like, we got no one, so we're going to drag it out because automatically saying Sheamus and Drew are in your Money in the Bank makes it a prestigious match because Sheamus is like a five-time world champion and Drew has won it twice. Yeah, I thought it was a very good match. Not a big fan of the ending. They never have a bad match. They are 
they'll never get the credit for it, but they're about as solid as like a, you know, Edge John Cena, where okay, just put him out there, let him fight, and they'll have a good match. Yeah, and so you you, you know that's what you're gonna get. Never disappoints. Yeah, I have a question. I have a question for you. What is a last laugh match? I don't know, and I neither of the commentators because they announced a last last laugh match next week. Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, running it back, hopefully for the last time. But when they announced the match late in the show, I think uh, Pat, Pat McAfee literally said, "Like, what is that? I I don't know." <laughs> Nobody's I'm trying to think of like is. a cross between an I Quit and a Last Man Standing, where like you have to beat the laughter out of your opponent, and I, once he can no longer respond by means of laughter you then have the last laugh but that's such a how do you explain that honestly i i'm thinking it was just the name and it'll be like a street fight i think it's at least the last man standing yeah that would make sense i because they do street fights all the time at least yeah last man standing would be pretty good do you think madcap wins that as well because oh yeah i think he's going to money in the bank i think he's not like my pick but he's a solid dark horse for money in the bank i can see that i just i'm surprised they're already running this back like i thought they were kind of writing off corbin with an injury and they would kind of do something else but they're running this back and hopefully like i said hopefully this will be uh the, the end of it but yeah i don't know i i'm hoping it's hey it'd be fun if it was something different we haven't seen like a real fun match since like the symphony of destruction kind of stuff so i'm always open for you know something a little fresh but the bar is pretty low so might just be a pretty standard kind of thing, but I know we got we're gonna get that next week. Something we saw this week was the return of Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans back in the ring for the first time since February 2021. It's been finally. Oh, she was here. She was. She's had a traumatic backstory. She there switched you. brands and it's caused me trauma. Okay, and now she's back on one show on SmackDown, and I think she's winning Money in the Bank. Really, I. Honest to God, it's 4th of July weekend. I think we need red, white, and blue fireworks going off for Lacey Evans. If not her, I think it's Bliss. But Bliss hasn't even qualified yet. Okay. Now, you say that, and I could very easily see them doing that for that very reason for Lacey Evans. Uh, They've clearly invested a lot in in this comeback story, the the vignettes, the, the promos, and she... Came, she was going to go to Raw, and she was going to be on SmackDown. They, you know, waffled on that a little bit. Now she's back on SmackDown. She beat Zaylee tonight. Uh, pretty short match, but that woman's right. From Lacey Evans was like, that was that was pretty cool. Like, I don't remember liking the move that much when she was doing it back, like when she in her first run. But like, she, this was like a. It reminded me of like Bad News Barrett's elbow back in the day, but it was a punch. Like it was a so like quick fire. Like it looked pretty cool. I remember when she was in NXT. I really, really wanted. Her against Bianca, where Bianca would stop the woman's right with her braid. I just think like that would be such a great visual. I like that. That's cool. So we maybe maybe we'll get to see that happen. You know, if she wins my the bank and she may decide to cash in on, on, on Bianca Belair, that very well could become a reality. Uh, but she was she was before um, before the match here had a promo. Pretty much what she's been saying. She's gonna wake up, go to work, and win. Essentially, same kind of stuff. Talking about. So her, her same slogan about how you know nobody in the locker rooms, she's not better than anybody in the locker room, but they're not better than her. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, this was not a great chance to really see like 
how much she's changed since we last saw her. This was a pretty short match, so maybe we'll see, you know, a little maybe a little, a little longer match in the weeks ahead here, or maybe we'll we won't. Play. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't think we. <laughs> yeah, I could hope, right? But we can. Um, I mean, hopefully, this right? is like okay. So Lacey Evans qualifies. We gotta have eight women. For the life of me, Colin, I can't think of eight women because, like I said, Evans, Bliss, Morgan, right? Yep. Maybe Dewdrop. Maybe Be- Nikki. Becky. Like. I could throw Becky in there. Oh well, Becky and Oscar. Yeah. Becky and Oscar can take care of. A little bit of the load, and then maybe like a Shotzi, and then I think we're, you know what, Shotzi and Baszler, and I think like that's that's about all you got, pretty much, literally, unless you want to be like, hey Dana, she just come Becky. in another money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, depth is a serious problem these days, um, especially with the Sasha Banks Naomi thing uh, ongoing. Uh, and I think Money in the Bank is one of those matches that definitely reflects that. Money in the Bank and the Royal Rumble. It's like if you don't have enough depth, it really shows in a multi-person match like that, and especially in this one where it's like, you know, you need to kind of seven or eight people to kind of carry that match for the duration. Like, it shows a little more. Um, so the, the what you just said, like, you know, those picks sound pretty pretty realistic in the sense they don't have many alternatives otherwise. You know, like you mentioned, you mentioned Daybrook at the end there, maybe Tamina, um, maybe a Shayna Baszler. That's insane yeah. to me because when they first did a woman's money in the bank, it was a SmackDown exclusive match and they had women in spades. That was only five years ago. I, I really feel a strong aggression in the women's movement and it sucks to yeah. see. I mean, you've been saying that for a while and I didn't want to believe you at first, but I, I think, just see uh, it every week. It's getting yeah. worse. No, but let's say like I didn't want to admit it at first, but like it's there, you know. It's like it's, Cody's, it's, uh, Cody's arm there. It's like it's a little, it's a little bruised, and now it's just the whole arm is purple. <laughs> right. Uh, hopefully the the bruising goes down. The, the we get progress back to where we were, or at least you know takes steps back in the right direction or towards the right direction, whichever. Um, but not at this at this juncture, at least not all that hopeful uh, about the, the the lineup. I should say for for the money the back match on the one side of things. Presumably, Drew and Sheamus both qualified. Hopefully, we're going to have a couple qualifying matches next week as well on both shows. Raw did not have any qualifying matches this past week, so we wait and see what happens there. Uh, but one big, big takeaway from tonight's show, Robert, we got a new Intercontinental Champion, and his name is Gunther. Gunther, Gunther. whatever you want to say. Gunther. Listen, I think uh, credit to this man, right, because we've seen a lot of NXT call-ups fizzle out and be horrible. And Gunther is like the first one since I don't even really want to try to give a name because I can't think of anyone that's been as closely presented to his NXT presentation, despite the name change from Volter. You know, he's dominating and he made Ricochet sad, you know, and very sad. I, I look, I, I think Gunther as IC champion is something. I can really, really get behind. And I'm going to go all the way here, and I'll book WrestleMania right now. I think it's Gunther McIntyre. For the what title? title. For the okay. Title. You think I going to keep it till then? 
I, I think he should. Reason. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think they, Gunther McIntyre would be a hell of a match oh, for yeah. the Intercontinental title, and I think it's a really cool story. And I hope that Gunther racks up some pay per view wins because we're still on a drought here, Colin. It's crazy. Because the last man to win the Intercontinental Championship on a pay per view event is currently an NXT superstar. Pablo Cruz back at WrestleMania 37, 2021. Pretty, and that was over a year ago now. So, not a great look. And every time there's a new champion, we say like, "Oh, I hope this will be good for the title. That it'll be featured more. That'll be on more pay per views or whatever." With Gunther, I'm, I maybe I'm naive. I'm hopeful. You know, it's, it's pretty clear they're they're pretty high on him. They've been booking him well. Um, even if it's just like to give him a couple dominant wins on pay per view here and there. I would I would expect he he'll if assuming he has a title then he'll be a clash of the castle. Like how could he not? But um, you know what? I would really be like, can we get Dragonov? Can we just, cool. can we just like run it back? And then in fact, don't even run it back. Just get him on the main roster now and run Gunther and Dragonov for the IC belt. That'd be cool. I'm hoping to see like some of the NXT UK guys. Like I feel like they should be on that show like it's literally in their neck of the woods and it's a good chance that even if it's you know not a whole lot of them someone like dragon of or maybe it's people that have been on xc before just a little you know if you already established some familiarity like I, that'd be great like i, I want to see that I, i'm hoping gunther has a good run when we watch a lot of wrestling like it, it takes a lot for me to like to viscerally react to something but some of like the chops gunther was throwing he like turned victory inside out with a clothesline and, like Gunther's awesome, and Ricochet was making him look like a million yeah. bucks here. So, shout perfect out to both opponent guys. for him because he can he can turn himself inside out off anything. So, any chop is going to feel like you know epic. Yeah, and it's it's no pun intended. The sound is going to ricochet off everything in the arena, and it's great. And I feel bad for Ricochet, right? Because what is his IC title run? He fought Los Lotharios on WrestleMania SmackDown. But, you know, at the end of the day, he got his belt and he got to pass it to Gunther, who could be, by proxy of, like, no competition, one of the better Intercontinental Champions of the month. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I, I would hope that whoever does beat him, maybe to a, a lesser degree than, like, a Roman Reigns, but whoever beats him should kind of, you know, it, it should be a big deal because... You know, he's at this powerhouse and it should you know be a big like upset moment or if not upset you know it should be uh built up like that and that was because that's what they did down in x uk so i'd hope to see that um and right now on the main roster i don't see a whole lot of guys other than you mentioned Drew McIntyre a minute ago like that would make a lot of sense to, to, to draw it out like that honestly like a, uh turn turn sheamus turn butch yeah. turn uh pete dunn and walter had quite the banger three years ago in brooklyn like i'd run that back that would be, I would love to see that. I would love to see uh, Butch not be Scrappy Doo anymore and instead go back to being cool bruiserweight Pete Dunn. That's uh, I, I look forward to that hopefully being a thing someday. But we can also look forward to seeing the Viking Raiders rapper because they're coming soon. To I don't Smackdown. like that. I don't like that. That's so silly. <laughs> they're already on your roster. Come on. Yep. Come on. What are you doing? Viking Raiders are on your roster. That's a head scratcher. They were on the roster. They're featured. I think they faced uh, 
Did they face? I think they, they faced the Usos at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, or yeah, and they like they're feuding there for like was, a no, no, weeks. they were supposed to. Right. And then one of them got jumped or something, but like and they come do on. it out for weeks, and then they lost, as they always do. So I get my twofold reaction. It's like very odd to have the coming soon thing when they're running the roster. Yes, they went down to NXT for a little bit. You didn't get an AJ Styles coming soon to Raw after he went to NXT for like two weeks because he was still appearing on both. And then the Viking Raiders go down to the NXT. It's like suddenly they're they're coming back to SmackDown. No, they're already there. They're already drafted there. I wonder if they'll have new names. Oh, I hope not. It'll be uh, Olaf and Olaf. They're just <laughs> the, the, the Viking Raiders. They have the same, same name. And like, and the second part of the reaction was like, it's part. It's time for like the you know biannual like let's pretend we actually like the Viking Raiders and build them up for a bit just so they can lose a tag title shot because they don't have any other teams. Because I've already faced the Usos a couple months ago, like we said a minute ago, and they don't have a whole lot of other teams, so they kind of got to just circle back, and it's going to be a good match. But no reason to think that the, we saw this back in February. No reason to think the Viking Raiders are actually going to beat them. So just round and round we go, Robert. Round and round we go. Yeah. But I mean, those guys are great. I'm a big fan of them. Anytime, like we saw them against the, the, the Creed Brothers in NXT. Um, very impressed by that. I always like it and see them in the ring. It was a big fan of them in their original NXT run. Big fan of them uh, on the Raw run back in the day. And they've uh, been pretty badly misused since then. But someone who's not getting badly misused, but not exactly enjoying uh, either way, is Ronda Rousey, the reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, came out tonight for a promo. Not exactly her strong suit. Got a promo about how she'll be facing Natalia for the title, defending the title against Natalia at Money in the Bank. Shotzi interrupts. Shotzi finally wanting to step up and get a, a, a title shot here. She's been uh, in the mix a little bit in the past couple of weeks, getting locked in a locker room, locking others in a locker room. And she confronts Rodrigo and she said, oh, I have a killer instinct. I'm like for Calgan uh, Rodriguez or whatever. And this Rodrigo said, you want a title shot? See, let's, uh, it's Anzi it's or something like that. It was like the most cringeworthy thing I've heard. You want a title shot? See. You're uh, on Z or something. Something, yeah. You're on, you're, you're on skis. You're on skis. That was you're me. on ski. Okay. Oh like, my gosh. Like, what is look, this? Title shit? Shotzi is fantastic. All right. They, the, the fact that it's right both. Themselves. Okay. The fact but that it's all in that up with you're on ski. Oh. Okay. <laughs> look, I audibly groaned, Pepper. I audibly groaned. I'm like, this is not good. Like, it's fine, perfectly fine match. Shotzi's great, uh, criminally underutilized, just like. Tyree and the others that have more depth than they realize, they just don't utilize it. Uh, so you get an match like this, Ronda beats uh, Shotzi in this case, and yeah, she gets to be in there with the women's champion, but she loses, and then not all that optimistic that she's going to be featured successfully going forward. It's another loss for her. Um, but that promo was uh, such a bad taste in my mouth. And then Natalia attacked her after the match, so we'll look at that at Money in the Bank. She got a, a serious injury, according to Caleb Braxton, but whatever. Are we gonna get? This is like the same thing they did at Elimination Chamber with like the Charlotte feud, where like they like you know, well, no, there they like tied one one arm behind your back, but then they did like the, the leg angle where like she hurt her leg. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not. It's dark days on SmackDown, Robert. Okay, we don't have Roman Reigns. The the the, the main story at this point really is Ronda Rousey. One Roman's not around. Like you've got the the Riddle feud kind of you know kind of going on. Charlotte there. needs to hurry back because we need stars, big time. You know, again, even putting aside the Shots, Banks, Naomi thing, like, severe lack of just... They need to hurry back, too. We need stars. Man. Uh, yeah, we have a, yeah, the quote-unquote serious injury. 
Robert, like that, that was it. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Riddle, we covered Riddle. We covered that, yeah. Yeah, so that was basically it. I like Sami Zayn being the rat think of the bloodline who's so convinced. I'm one of them, even though it's like, no, you're not. He's one of my favorite characters, and he turns everything into gold. But that was it, Colin. Very bland yet eventful episode of SmackDown. That was a weird thing. Like, things I happened, like, you know? I like Gunther. Gunther's great. You know, actually, one thing I want to get into you, even though we don't do the Raw show, since we're done with SmackDown, I gotta, I gotta just, just run this by you. So, if you're in a group, right, and said group wins their match, do you then betray the leader of said group for the guy that leader beat to secure the victory. I I don't understand the Judgment Day turn. I, I don't think I ever will. No, no. The, that was uh, admittedly uh, a good swerve because I never saw it coming. Yeah, I'm I never saw it. Just because you didn't see it coming doesn't make it good. <laughs> like, it was unpredicted, which is which is good because half the time they do stuff that's like you could you could see it coming my way. This was good in the sense of nobody could see it coming, but nobody saw it coming because it doesn't make any sense. Like again, even if you have like one week of of you know uh, to draw it out a little bit, whether it was you know some some foreshadowing, some something, or even or even have that no dissension, in. no anything, no like hey, like all right, I you know. We lost to Finn Balor, but I'm going to turn a loss into a win by getting Finn Balor. And then they say, no, actually, you're a loser. You're gone. Edge got the win. Edge got the Edge pinned Balor in that match. How does it and make any like, freaking sense? You're, you're an old man. We don't need you control. Okay, whatever. Balor's like almost 40. That doesn't make any sense. I know. They're, they're not far off in age. I know. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I think part of it may be the Cody Rhodes injury. There were reports that, you know, there have been maybe a difference in opinion about the direction for the group, uh, that they, the, uh, you know, it's where they wanted to go. And Edge was not exactly on board with that, perhaps. But I do think the Cody thing was part of this. In that case, like, then that's not great because they did this injury angle and supposedly Edge will be out for a couple of weeks. So then you're like further sapping the roster of, of Star Power. Edge I think Island. Edge just cost someone a briefcase and then yeah. he fights Valor at. Because remember, you, you don't have eight weeks until SummerSlam. You have like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. So I think That'd that's cool, what we're building towards. I love like when people do interfere in my like, matches. Like I'll always remember like Matt Hardy interfering or else made 24. They attacked MVP. That's like, that was popping when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, it's, it's cool stuff like that. It's, it's cool. Like, you know, it's inherently a match where like things can kind of happen like that. And it's a good way to kind of, you know, have something else go on, something else develop in the winter. So I'd, I'd like to see that. Styles, or sorry, Edge and Dallar at SummerSlam, that'd be awesome. Like, that'd be really, really cool. That's a match we've really seen, we've not seen before at all. So, uh, as, as singles, I mean. So that would be very, very cool to see. Um, but yeah, I was just very, very perplexed. Uh, yeah, and I know, again, night. that's not SmackDown. Sorry for any no, purists out there listening. About I, I, had to, I had to get that off my chest on every possible medium because... It's just such a silly choice. Like from a logical perspective, you're, you're you're siding with a loser. You know, like what what are you doing? Yeah, I I don't know. Um 
I'm hopeful. You know, I'm, I'm glad for Finn Bauer because I think he's yet another case of someone's been misutilized badly on the main roster, especially. So I think this could be good for him. I am a little worried about the report that they might be going in, in a supernatural direction because that was kind of the, the worst part of the Judgment Day previously when they went like with the, the, the flashing lights and this other, I like when, when the lights went out and then, you know, Priest was gone. Um, not really here for that. Like once done in a pretty hokey way, like it's, it comes off pretty, pretty lackluster. So I don't know. I'm hopeful. I think it could be good. Um, I think Edge, like, Edge was the best part of that group because, like, he legitimized them. Not to say that Bauer isn't legitimate, and not to not to say that they already aren't, but like, Edge is a Hall of Famer. Like, you inherently yeah, take, like, Edge legitimate. The whole story is Edge takes them under his wing, literal in front of the camera and behind the scenes. They get to learn from working with him. They can still learn by working opposite him, but it's not the same. No, so there's that. Cody Rhodes' injury is a bummer. You know, that's just like you could pretty clearly tell they're going a certain way, whatever it may have been. And now, yeah, he's not going to be out for nine months, but like that probably changed a bunch of things around for the next couple months. Um, but John Cena is coming back, Robert. Okay, yeah, like there is hope on the horizon. John Cena's coming back. We had this, we had this dope commercial tonight where we remember the name playing for John Cena. I popped for that. I was like, well, that's freaking cool. That's that's yeah. really cool. Uh, John, I want John back for six months. I uh, want like a full. Lovely. I want like a full John run. I miss. Him selfishly, another reason I hate the Judgment Day split. I was hoping we could finagle this into Edge and John Cena wrestling for the sake of wrestling. Yeah, and you know we're not getting that. I, John Cena is going to probably work theory. Some people feel a certain way about that. I'm just happy John Cena is on my television screen. Yes, and we'll we'll worry about everything else later. Yes, I mean if you haven't seen it already, they showed it on SmackDown tonight. John Cena. Realized superhero met uh, this person, this refugee in Ukraine. They fled from Ukraine. They flew out to see them, and I think they had, I believe it was Down syndrome or something. Down syndrome, I believe. Yeah, the name, the name was Misha. It was like such an amazing and story. John, like, my gosh, this man is amazing. And it's not like John is infallible, but you can tell he genuinely tries to be a better person every day. And hats off to John. He, not going to take mine off, but you know, figuratively. Hats off to John. He is great. He is missed. I'm very much looking forward to him coming back. Whatever it might be, if it's theory, it seems very likely. Um, I mean, we, we, we were talking about it last year. Cena was on SmackDown most of the time last year when he came back. Like, that was great. I, I loved having him back on, on TV for, you know, just a couple months. You know, just, it's fun. It's nostalgic. And, like, there's nothing like John. Like, he's, he's one of a kind. So I'm hopeful that John's not going to be wearing green. That's Why? Because I... Yeah, he got stuck with green somehow, and I just feel like that's not that's not my favorite. I like the John with the uh, money money in the bank twenty eleven John with the red. And yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hoping John's got some new gear. I'm sure he will. Like, they got they got to pump out the merch. They got to like be, you know. and maybe this will finally be the John Cena shirt that I buy, Colin. I've never had a single one of his shirts. So oh, I had a bunch when I was knows? a kid, man. Yeah, who knows? I mean, if, I'm, if they if it's, if they waste a good one, I might have to. I have to drop drop a dime or two to pick that up because I mean I mean big fan of John Cena glad he's coming back. Admittedly, I tried to temper my own expectations. I was like, oh, he's just gonna come back for this uh, the, the anniversary. Then I was like, wait, no, like this is this might very well be something here. He's got to be leading to something. You would think so. You would hope so, but because I need him, because I need him. Uh, with that said, Dark Table on SmackDown, Robert. No Roman Reigns. 
Gunther's great, as we said. Like there, there were there were some bright spots, but this is one of those shows tonight where it's just like, oof, oof. Yeah, you know. I'd, I mean, out of ten, I'd probably give it like a six and a half. I would agree. I don't want to penalize it too too much. Good night event. Gunther winning was good. Um Sanders was good, but the ending wasn't great. But a lot of uh, other just nothingness, just like yeah, you know, utter nothingness. But we do our best to to to, to, to weather the storm, keep going on. We, we can hope that you know injuries will heal and heal people will come back. Ron Rain supposedly coming back next week. We can at least look forward to that temporary uh, band aid, I guess. He'll <laughs> probably just go away for a couple another weeks after that. Um, on, onwards we go. That's just the way it goes here. Uh, that said. That's the we do this, this show on Fridays for you and I, Robert, talk about SmackDown, schedule permitting. Jen and I talk about for all on Monday with the Raw post show. Uh, we also do the NXT post show on Tuesdays. Two Diamond Dudes, the Rampage, Marcus, and Dominic uh, cover all things AEW. We've got a great stream of, of interviews counseling you guys. We did a bunch of NWA once this week ahead of NWA Always Ready tomorrow, June 11th. The, 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 that's in Knoxville. Very, very exciting show there. I interviewed Joe Galley, kind of the voice of NWA, the broadcaster. You've done a lot of stuff behind, behind scenes as well. I also interviewed Camille, the uh, reigning NWA Women's World Champion. who has been a champion for over a year now. It's very, very cool. Bill Pritchard interviewed Taya Valkyrie, Kylan King. More than I can remember the name. Uh, a bunch of other stuff in the archives as well. So make sure you like and subscribe. We do appreciate it. Robert, you're very busy in the end doing a bunch of stuff in the, the media game. You want I, to I really all am. Uh, just, just follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. I recently hit Twitch affiliate. If you like, stop by a Twitch stream, please. I appreciate all the support. And check out Fightful.com, Fightful Select. You know, I believe it was Sean that broke the news that Gunther is impressing the higher-ups. We have a weekly SmackDown and Raw plans right before the shows go on the air. So check out Fightful and Fightful Select. And just thank you guys for all the support. Indeed. We really do appreciate it. You know, it helps us keep on keeping on here, whether it's this show, whether it's you checking out all of our stuff uh, that we write up. You know, we try our best to keep you guys both informed and entertained uh, in a variety of ways. We do appreciate the support uh, on all fronts. It means a lot to us. You know, the world outside is a very scary place, Robert. But we can we try to escape all that. We come here and enjoy the wild, wild, wonderful world of wrestling. I always do escape it away. But, Robert, you're wrestling. We do one thing. Well, all of this. Can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling, everyone. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.